0: Welcome to Road Dirt, the podcast of RoadDirt.tv, a motorcycle media debuting this year. I'm Rob Brooks, I'm your host, I appreciate you turning in to us. We finished a series called Mike and Rob's Epic Adventure, and I appreciate you listening in. We're actually gonna talk today about uh, riding the old classic motorcycles. This one we will affectionately call uh, Rocking to the Oldies. Today's modern motorcycles are outstanding in technology and performance, but there's something magical about those old classics. This past year I had the opportunity to work on an older motorcycle, a 1969 Triumph T100. A friend Dad asked if I could help him get it running again. He told me that the bike would kick over after some tickling and kicking, it is one of those full kickstart bikes, but not stay running for more than 30 or 40 seconds. Conceding that I'm really no master mechanic by any means, yet interested in seeing if I could bring it back to good health, I agreed to take a shot at it. I picked up the bike at his house the following Friday and brought it home to see if I could breathe new life into the old gal. The first order of business was to check the battery and the plugs, all of which I replaced. Next, after examining and flushing out the tank, I removed and disassembled the single old British Amol carburetor, thoroughly cleaning each part and vatting what I could in a can of carburetor cleaner. The carb had indeed been full of ethanol varnish and the idle and air mixture screws were all out of whack. After reassembling and reinstalling the old now clean Amol carburetor, I contacted a veteran Triumph friend of mine named Steve who knows these old Brits like the back of his hand. I figured if anyone could help me fine-tune this antique, my buddy Steve could. Well, Steve arrived, and we set to work fine-tuning the Amol carburetor. A few tweaks, a few turns, some screw-ins and outs, and within about 15 minutes, the old Brit was growling perfect and begging to be ridden. We obliged. Steve took her out first, blasting down the long, winding country road, that runs by the end of my driveway i could hear the roar of the straight high pipes as he rode off out into the country that surrounds our house several minutes later he pulled back in grinning ear to ear she's running good he quipped next it was my turn to be honest this was not only the oldest bike i had ever worked on it was the oldest bike i had ever ridden growing up my father had a 1972 Triumph 650 single carb that I learned to ride on. And over the years, I've ridden various bikes from the 70s, 80s, 90s and newer. But taking out this 1969 classic was really a thrill for me to work on and now to ride. So donning my gear, I popped it into first and rode off. I must confess, throttling up, shifting the clunky right side gearbox, hearing the deafening roar of those left side high pipes did something to me as I blasted down the deserted road beyond my home. I felt a thrill, a rebellious nostalgia I had never experienced on a bike before. Now I've ridden some really cool bikes over the years with much more power and way better handling than this one but nothing compared to the feeling of this loud, old, shuddering and shaking piece of motorcycle history beneath me. The wind blasting in my face, I found myself howling in my helmet, unable to contain my sudden youthful enthusiasm with this bike. I felt like James Dean or Marlon Brando careening down country roads on this old Triumph. Steppenwolf's Born to be Wild was running through my head. Seriously, it was raw, visceral, like motorcycling used to feel, like it felt when my dad rode these bikes, like it should feel again. No wonder so many of the new moto brands are trying to recapture and deliver that feeling again with the return of cafe racers, bobbers, scramblers, and so on. Yet for all the efforts to bring back the nostalgia in modern livery, nothing can really compare with rocking to the oldies on these old bikes. Sure, they require constant care and maintenance. Sure, you have to be handy with a set of tools and you have to carry them with you when riding these bikes for any time and distance. And sure, they, well, quote unquote, mark their territory everywhere they're parked. They often leak so much. But after riding this T100, I'd be about inclined to buy one for myself now not as a daily rider or a long-distance horse or a track tool, mind you, but for those days when my inner hooligan is growling to be let out, there is nothing so thrilling as these old beasts. They are worth every dollar, every drip, and every busted knuckle to keep them on the road. Speaking of which, I did return the T-100 to her rightful and happy owner. Well, eventually. A bit reluctantly, I might add. Time to start searching the classifieds. Well, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this little episode and I hope you've been enjoying our podcast. Tell your friends about us. Pass it on, share it, like it. And uh, we appreciate your involvement with us, appreciate your uh, input, and uh, your listening. Hope you have a great rest of the week and tune in to us again next week for another episode of Road Dirt Podcast. Have a great day.